Good morning, people. Good morning, good morning. How are you doing today? The winds of change are blowing, man. The winds of change are blowing. What makes me say that? Well, first off, hold on, hold on. First off, before I get into the the news today, as many of you know, uh, my wife is uh, pregnant. We have a baby on the way, right? In fact, it's supposed to be induced this Sunday. And I've been hearing lots of, uh, you know, a couple of my nurse friends is, you know, saying, oh, you don't want to be induced. There's going to be, you know, all this kind of, it's going to be a rough labor, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. And they're probably right. But because of my wife's age, you know, she's a geriatric mother. Uh, many of you know my wife. She's a geriatric mom. She's 36. And so they say they want to get the baby out at 39 weeks or something like that. Okay. So they're inducing her on Sunday. Now, if you're a nurse or something, listen to this and you have some clue of what's going on, you can definitely, you know, email me and uh, take that into consideration. But, 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 but that's beside the point. That's a point of controversy. Yesterday, my wife, I don't know if you guys are watching the news in Southern California, but all the headlines in the news were coldest storm to ever hit not coldest storm to ever hit, but coldest storm of the season is hitting Southern California. You had all your news reporters out there, uh, you know, with, with their, with their mask and their heavy jackets on, you know, showing pictures of the snow and all the ice and everybody rolling around. Well, my wife, my wonderful wife, my beautiful, gorgeous wife decided that, uh, Yesterday was the only day that we had to take maternity pictures. Now, uh, you, you know the trend. You know the Instagram trend with maternity picture, uh, pictures where uh, all these moms get it, it get in some sheer long dress, right? And then they have their, their, their belly protruding out there, and they want to take a bunch of pictures right before they deliver. Well, that's what my wife wanted to do yesterday. Problem is, it was freaking cold. And if you listened to the show yesterday, you would know that there was mass wind going on. I had problems with the audio yesterday because there was so much wind. Maybe you didn't notice. That means I did a good job. But, I mean, we're talking gusts of 50 miles per hour. Now, remember, we live out in the middle of the desert. You know, so all day yesterday, there's like these little ice coming down, all this kind of stuff. It was about, I don't know, 36 degrees where we're at. Well, my wife wants to take these pictures. So, we load up in the Jeep. And we head up higher to a higher elevation to the plateaus around here, someplace where I thought, you know, maybe we can get a picture. Well, well, the wind blows even harder on the plateaus. I think yesterday we were right here where I live, we were getting gusts up to 56 miles per hour. Can I just say that yesterday was miserable? Uh, it was miserable for her, freezing her ass off, literally freezing her ass off. I don't know how you can say literally freezing your ass off, but she was freezing her ass off. Uh you know, I'm not a photographer um, just because my wife thinks, you know, because I buy a lot of random gear that I'm actually proficient at that gear, which could be nothing further from the truth. But yesterday I had to get out my camera. I got out my flash on a stand. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to make this happen. We get out there. Camera gear is blowing over. It's it was it was just a nightmare. It was just a nightmare. Uh, she had these big old eyelashes on. 
You know, you know, when women put the big eyelashes on, she had the big eyelashes on uh, and the wind was blowing so hard. It was ripping her eyelids off her face. Um, half the time she couldn't keep her eyes open. So, yeah, it was a beautiful day, wonderful day to do some photo shoots. You guys can check those out on my wife's Instagram. I, I don't even know what her Instagram is, but, you know, those of you that know me, that's what was going on yesterday. So we did the photo shoot. Uh, it was a horrible photo shoot. Um, she, I, I think we took, you know, like 300 pictures and she found like three that were somewhat okay, but it was nuts, man. The, the weather's crazy. I wake up this morning and I'm walking around and it, we've got a l- nice little layer of white everywhere right now. As I'm talking to you at 6:28 AM, I don't know what time you guys are listening, but that was my day yesterday. That was my day yesterday. And it was not fun. It was not funny. There's nothing about it. Now today we have to go to the hospital and you know, we're getting down to the wire regarding this baby have to get to the hospital today and, you know, do some, you know, file final pre-race checks on the race car. I'm sure the doctor is going to have his, you know, hand up, get more play than I've gotten in a long time from my wife. But anyways, that's besides the point. That's what's going on. Uh, the winds of change. Let me get back to the news because the winds of change are blowing. And, um, I did see this article and this article, I think is the way it should be. And what is this article, you may ask? Well, it is about the Rancho Santa Fe School District, okay? This is a California school district, and yesterday they voted to make mask optional, opposing Mr. Gavin Newsom's uh, mask mandates and the CD and everybody else. But a California school district makes up optional uh, mask optional for students, breaks with Newsom's statewide uh, mandate. And how did they do this? And I, lo- I love the attitude that's going on here because this school board... Well, they probably saw school boards in uh, other regions very near to them with uh, school board members getting voted out, getting uh, recall elections, that kind of stuff. They recalled two in San Francisco. Uh, there's uh, school boards down here in the Southern California area that are also getting uh, recall elections. They haven't gone through yet, but it's happening. So a California school district voted to make mask optional for students inside the classroom, breaking with Governor uh, Hell Hitler, Gavin Newsom statewide indoor school mask mandate with a school board official telling Fox News that parents get this quote. This guy gets it. Parents should have the right to decide what is best for their children. What a novel freaking idea. When's the last time you heard that from a school board official? So big ups to him. The school board for Rancho Santa Fe School District, which enrolls about 500 elementary school students. So it's a very, very small school district. They voted three to two, and my recommendation in there is vote the other two out. Uh, They voted three to two during a meeting this week to make mask wearing optional, giving parents the chance to decide whether their children should wear face coverings when at school. So, parents, if you get out there, if you make your voice heard, if your students walk out of the classroom, if you do all of this, there are some school boards that will listen. And if not, vote them out. That's how it works. That's how our, our freedom here works. Another quote is, it is important that we listen to the parents in our community. Wow. That is why we are elected to the board, to be their voice. And that was from board vice president Annette Ross. That's what she told Fox News. She also said, they have stood before our board in tears, asking us to offer a mask option. Wow. Way to go, Annette Ross. So uh, re-elect Annette Ross because she finally stopped being deaf to the parents and listened. So, I mean, on that alone, I know she's bucking a big system. So on that alone, she's got a little bit of balls 
I don't know what her pronouns are, but Annette Ross, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pull for you for re-election for Santa Fe for those 500 students. Very small school school district. Uh, Ross, who voted in favor of making mask optionals in schools, told Fox News that the school board is feeling an outpouring of support. You get that, school board members? They're feeling an outpouring of support. You don't have to tell kids that they can't wear a mask. Just make it optional. And then you then you, you can appease the parents that want their children to wear a mask. They still can. And then you can appease the students and the parents that don't want a mask. And it's a win-win. And you won't get your ass dumped in the next election or recalled before then. It's a great plan. Now, I wonder what's going to happen. Is Gavin Newsom going to see this little school district of 500 people and say, hey, we're withdrawing state funding from your school district because you're bucking the system? It could. There, there could be some stuff that goes down. I think even Gavin Newsom, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. I hope that Gavin Newsom is just going to like kind of look the other way and ignore it and not even acknowledge it. I'm sure he'd get asked about it in a press conference. If I was a press reporter, I'd definitely ask him about it. But let's just hope they fly underneath the radar. Let's hope Gavin Newsom turns a blind eye. You know, like he does in his own life with the mass policy in his own life. Uh, let's just hope that he turns a blind eye and lets the the commoners uh, have their way down there. Our decision was met with a standing ovation. Now, that's how you get reelected school board members. Think about it. It was met with a standing ovation. Ross, a mother of five, an author, told Fox News that two years into COVID-19 pandemic, the conversation is not about the dangers of COVID but the problems created by masking. We know that the need for speech therapy has skyrocketed. Yes, we've touched on that too. We know that the need for speech therapy has skyrocketed all over the country. Children, younger children especially, have suffered from not seeing the faces of their teachers and often they are unable to pick up social cues. Ross added that test scores are down all over the state and said children are stunned emotionally and many are in fear. I agree with everything she's saying. Parents say they cry before going to school. We have created a population of children with anxiety, and we have missed the smiles of our students for two years. <coughs> Sorry about that. I should edit that out. Probably won't, though, because I'm in a hurry this morning. Uh, parents should decide. Ross told Fox News that she feels parents should have the right to decide what is best for their children. Parents are the strongest advocates, she said. From the time a child is born, every health decision for that child is made by the parent or guardian. Yeah, no kidding. They can best choose how to protect them. What is troublesome is how much of what was compromised and put into question during the pandemic. So Ross through, uh, through Fox News said she absolutely believed masks were an important part of protection when the pandemic began. None of us, not even health officials who said differently, really understood that we were up against what we were up against. Ross said, but we have far surpassed that time. Ross, in a swipe at Newsom, said, Governor does not even mask at large sporting events. Word, word, word. You got it, Ross. Yeah, yeah. She had enough of the do as I say, not as I do mentality coming from Newsom and L.A. mayor and many other people. San Francisco mayor. Come on. There's been tons of them. Ross says the Super Bowl was full of faces with no mask coverings. The mask mandate was lifted for everyone but students. Why are they the ones who are punished? Ross said, this is nonsensical. She added, it has nothing to do with science, but it is politically motivated, and that is unacceptable. 
Ross told Fox News that it is important to follow the law, but as thinking individuals, we also have to discern right from wrong. As we know, California's mask mandate was implemented during a state of emergency at the onset of the pandemic. The pandemic is now endemic and no longer qualifies as a state of emergency, she said. The men who signed the Declaration of Independence were not popular. Some gave their lives and lost everything because they believed in freedom. Release the Eagles, baby. Freedom. What we did was a baby step, but the right example to set for our students and community, Ross said. Meanwhile, as for parents who feel their children should continue wearing masks inside the classroom, Ross said, wear them. Yeah, no shit. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. They too can choose what is right for their child, Ross told Fox News. If they want them to wear a mask, then they should. Ross said that the move creates a mask option. The option is a choice, and I hope our community can respect that we might make different choices, Ross said, adding that this is a wonderful teaching opportunity for our students. We are adults, should demonstrate civil discourse. We can disagree, but still support one another, Ross said. That is freedom, and I believe we can do it. There we go. There we go. And this move by the the school board for the Rancho Santa Fe School District comes after California lifted indoor mask mandate for vaccinated individuals. Uh, The Newsom administration, though, left the school mask mandate in place and also continues to require mask wearing on public transit in healthcare facilities and in airports. All right. Now, uh, also in this article, I do want to touch on California Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Mark Gailey earlier this month said that the school mask mandate and other COVID-19 protocols would be reassessed on February 28th and assured that the mandate for school children would eventually be lifted, maintaining that he questioned the question is when and not if. So there we go. There you go. Parents stand up. School board listens. School board realizes who they work for. And it's optional. That's how it should be at all schools. And if your school's not that way, stand up and say something. Reelect these sons of bitches. That's all I got to say. The tyranny must come to an end. Unleash the Eagles. Unleash the Star Spangled Banner. Miss Ross, you are awesome. Yeah, you are definitely my vote for Employee of the Month. So that's the first story this morning of... uh, of parents fighting back and winning. And there's some other areas where we're winning. Now, if you listened to the show yesterday, one of the last stories I covered during that, during yesterday's news, whatever, uh, was the Austin public library in Texas was having an LBGTQIA plus uh, indoctrination ceremony and paying students $100 to come in to do that. Well, we talked about it yesterday on the show. Uh, some other media outlets were were talking about this with more moderate conservative views. And anyways, yesterday, after all of the attention that their little program got, guess what? They canceled the event. Yeah, they canceled it. That's another win. That's another win. Breaking news. Austin Public Library sex ed camp has been canceled for now after social media backlash. Yay. Give yourselves a round of applause. Uh, the city of Austin scrapped its sex ed camp that was set to pay teens $100 to attend for now. Now, it doesn't say whether they're going to reschedule or what. Maybe try to go underneath the radar. But the whole plan that was put on by the Austin Adolescent Program, Austin Public Health, Austin Public Library, and Del Vol, Del Vale, Del Vale Libraries, well, right now they scrapped it. 
They're not going to pay uh, students a hundred dollars to come in, uh, teenagers to pay to you know be indoctrinated in the LGBTQIA plus um, classes that they're going to have. So that's another that's another small step. Give yourselves a round of applause. Launch the Eagles. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to step up and say something. You know, the thing is, is with the militarized radical left, they are so loud. They are so loud and so militant. And we just sit around and we go, oh, yeah, there they go. There they go. And we don't do anything about it. But guess what? You know, a lot of these public employees that are elected library. I don't know if library people are elected. I think the library. What is the head person at a library? The 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 headmistress, the mistress of mayhem. What, what are they called? The library people. I know there's librarians, librarians. That's it. Yeah. I don't know if they're elected or not. <clears throat> they might not be. I have no idea. But I'll tell you what, they still work for the public. And when the public comes and outrages and starts leaving emails and standing in front of their libraries and all that kind of stuff, guess what? They don't want the drama. So you can change the tide. Should have been doing this when they were doing the drag queen story time hour with kids a while back. That came and went, right? We're no longer doing that. We're no longer doing the drag queen story hours. Or is that still going on? Is it just out of the news? I don't know. Oh, a Donald Trump theme song. By a bunch of Indian guys. Let's see how this goes. Oh, damn. Trump's USA. All right. So uh, that's kind of funny. Never seen that one before. Uh, anyways, Trump's USA. Truth Social is out uh, for the 20 people that have been accepted so far that can actually uh, get on Trump Social. And um, I myself, I did sign up to tr- try and get a I'm, I'm waiting list number 268,000 or something like that for uh, Trump Social. So I'm waiting but of course, we all knew <clears throat> what's going to happen is Trump Social is supposed to be this place where free speech reigns. You know, no, no, no censorship here. Well, <laughs> you know, people are going to test that boundary immediately. And they have. So this one guy is claiming he's he's crying out <laughs> and claiming that he's the first victim of Trump social censorship. Well, what did he say? Well, a far-right figure is already accusing Trump social of censoring him. Uh, do, I, do I even proceed to read? Was he dropping the N-word? What was going on? Well, a user who called for the ex- execution. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're going to get censored for this. You're going to get censored somehow. A, a user who called for the execution of government officials <laughs> is mad that his post co- contains a disclaimer. So they didn't take it down. Okay. They didn't take it down. They just put a disclaimer that this guy's knucking futs. Far-right figures are already claiming to have experienced censorship on Truth Social. The social media platform launched on Monday by former President Trump, Stu Peters, a prominent conspiracy theorist and radio host 
lashed out at a new app in a statement on Telegram. What's What the hell's Telegram? There's so many of these apps now. Telegram. Do I need to get an account over there too? Anyways, after he lashed out with a statement on Telegram, after he said a post he made was covered, it was covered by a sensitive content notice. Peters revealed that a post where he called for the execution of government officials has been obscured by a notice. Yet simply clicking on the show content on the notice would allow any user to see Peter's remarks. I, I think that's fair. I mean, they kind of have to do something. I mean, and I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been on the truth social app yet, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know how it works. Um, maybe there's something where you can um, just remove all the sensitive content warnings from your newsfeed, um, where if it's going to be outrageous, you don't have to see it to begin with, but it seems like the way the truth social is dealing with it is somebody says something outrageous. Uh, you just get a little banner over your comment that says this content may not be suitable for all audiences. And then there's a button and it says show content. So this guy is a, he's just being a little bitch. He's been a little bitch claiming mass censorship. And it's just a little warning saying, Hey, 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 hey you're about to click on something that some guy is, as you know, he's a little loco, even by Trump standards, he's a little loco. He's calling for execution of government officials. You're going to have to click on this. If you want to read it, which, um, I don't know. I don't think that's hardcore censorship. It's just a little warning. I mean, is it censorship in the most pure form of the word? Eh, maybe a little bit. But also, I, I don't know what the age range of people that are allowed to be on Truth Social. Is it over 18? Is 16? I don't know. Um, but I think that's a fair enough way. I think it's a fair enough way where you get a little warning and it says show content. You just have to clickety-click. It's one extra little mouse click. One little mouse click can defeat censorship. Um, but you, you knew that this is something like this is going to happen. There's no way they're going to have a totally uncensored because everybody, every liberal is going to sign up for an account <coughs> on truth social claim to be some conservative and just start saying a bunch of racist shit. Um, what I expect to happen fully with this is you're going to get a bunch of these extremists. The mainstream media is going to go through there and find these extremist accounts and all they're going to do for the next month is 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 put up these excerpts of people saying outrageous shit and they're going to talk about how truth social is a haven for the for the militant right wing the alt-right racist skinheads whatever they're going to they're going to claim it to be a racist platform they're going to do everything they can to make sure nobody uses it now whether or not this truth social can stand up is still to be seen because they're definitely off to a rocky start with the launch of truth social um, they can't, uh, you know, they, they, they've been under many, many attacks. There was rumors on Twitter yesterday, and I don't know if this is founded or not, probably not, because I looked for the audio file and I couldn't find it, but there was rumors on Twitter yesterday that somebody in the white house had an audio clip. They, they, they covertly recorded Biden on the phone, talking to somebody saying, talking about true social and trying to take it down. Uh, maybe it was that insane hacker that we did a little story on the other day. What was his name? Aubrey something. That guy from from uh, that worked with the FBI that took down the Gibson Go donor list. Um, maybe they're hiring him to go after Truth Social. But uh, yesterday, uh, Trump did uh, post out a tweet saying that the Truth Social is under a, a heavy, heavy cyber attack. And I'm sure every hacker out there right now would love nothing more than to take down Truth Social before it even gets off the ground. So that's what's going on with Truth Social. Heavy censorship over there. You have to mouse click your way to racism 
in the stuff that you want to see, the execution of government officials. Um, that's, that's pretty, <laughs> oh, so, so in context, in context, he was talking about this Stu Peters, right? That was being outrageous. He was talking about specifically that the government officials that were behind, uh, vaccinating kids and the kids that have ended in death over the vaccination, which is not a lot, but there are some cases out there. He's stating that those government, 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 government officials that are behind it should be tried and executed. That's what he was saying specifically. So there's that. All right. So if you get on truth, truth social, I think it's going to be a badge of honor. If you can get the sensitive content over your post, I wonder if somebody can get so bad. I wonder how far they're going to take this. I wonder if they're going to take it where if somebody that is so outrageous that everything they post is going to have a sensitive content on it. No idea. But that's what's going on at Truth Social. A 27-year-old Salt Lake City man is in jail tonight after police say he told his four-year-old to fire a weapon at officers. Officers with the Unified Police Department say this is unlike anything they've seen their entire careers. Fox 13 News reporter Emily Tenser has more on this developing story. One officer was injured in this afternoon shooting, but it was just a small wound to their arm. Now, Unified Police can't fathom what's happened in this four-year-old's life to make them feel like they had to shoot at officers arresting their dad. A bullet hole in a Midvale McDonald's awning is all that remains after an afternoon shooting. While the drive-thru is back to normal business, officers are still grappling with what happened. Every officer that's here today just can't believe it. We're beyond belief that this something like this could happen. Sheriff Rosie Rivera says it started around 1.30 Monday when a customer got angry after his order was wrong. Employees told the man, 27-year-old Sadat Johnson, they'd remake it. That's when they told police he brandished a gun. The McDonald's employees called the police department and Unified Police Department responded. Officers arrived and tried to arrest Johnson, who they say was not complying. An officer saw a gun go off from the back seat of the car. Luckily, that officer was able to push it aside, sending the round away from people. He's a hero in my mind. He saved a life today. Police believe the shooter was a four-year-old and that Johnson told the child to fire at cops. This is a child who thought it was okay to pull a firearm and shoot that firearm at police. I've never seen anything like this in my 28 years in law enforcement. Child and family psychologist Dr. Douglas Goldsmith is also shocked by the shooting. He says children tend to react differently when seeing parents under arrest. They respond with fear. They respond with anxiety. They respond by crying. We have never seen a child, I have never seen a child try to harm or yell at or be angry with a policeman as retribution for arresting their parent. Goldsmith says young children model what they see and what they're taught at home. An older child may be able to take a moment to say, I'm not going to be shooting at the cops. The four-year-old would think, this is really a bad choice. No, the child would think daddy's hurting. Daddy told me to do this. I'll do it. Both Goldsmith and Sheriff Rivera say this is a serious wake up call to parents that what you show or tell kids can lead to life threatening moments like this. That's just unbelievable to me. Um, somebody's taught him that. And that's the scary part. 
Unified police say Johnson is booked on charges of felony child abuse and threatening the use of a dangerous weapon. Investigators are working with the Division of Child and Family Services to make sure the two kids in the back seat are safe moving forward. Reporting in Midvale, Emily Tensor, Fox 13 News, Utah. A 20 wow. <laughs> well, I think this all brings us to the same conclusion that nothing can piss you off more than McDonald's fucking with your order, man. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I put the blame on McDonald's. They've been screwing up my orders. The kid probably got a, 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 a gender neutral toy in his happy meal and he had, it was fed up. He had enough of this. So I'm smoking some asses. My McChicken, whatever. They miscounted my McNuggets. Shit's going down. Um, you know, you know, the kid's not psycho. The kid's not anything like that. The kid simply was told by his father, shoot this motherfucker. And he did. The, the kids, the kid is being a four-year-old. That's what the four-year-old does. He wasn't indoctrinated. He wasn't this extremist alt-right four-year-old with a truth social media account where he says the N-word. No, it was a four-year-old that was just told by his father to shoot. And he did. Um, I can't knock the four-year-old for doing what his dad said. Now, his dad is obviously a piece of shit. We know that. Um, but I think we've all been through uh, McDonald's drive throughs <laughs> been a little pissed off. Now, this was in Utah. It's just an interesting story in the fact that a four-year-old actually did it. He actually shot off the gun. So, you know, be careful what you tell your kids. Be careful what you say in front of your kids because they don't know any better. You know, just, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess this is the youngest member of uh, this four-year-old in Utah is the youngest member of the new uh, the the gang out there. Uh, he got his initiation really fast. I mean, I'm sure firing a gun off at a police officer, uh, he's gonna he's gonna have some street cred in the preschool. That is for damn sure. Uh, definitely don't mess with this four-year-old. He's 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 locked and loaded. You know, right to bear arms. He's got a 1776 tattoo on his chest. This little four-year-old's a real badass man. Criminal for life. Maybe not, but uh, I, I, can't, I can't believe that the kid actually did it. Now, well, now this father, he just, what did he do? He just handed the four-year-old the gun before he got out of the car? I mean, was this four-year-old? I mean, it is Utah. It is Utah, right? So Utah, you can conceal carry. I think there's an age restriction, but you don't, if as long as you legally own the gun in Utah, you can conceal carry, no questions asked. So um, I'm sure the leftists, they're they're. <laughs> I'm waiting for this to come out in the leftist media. Uh, gun control. Even four-year-olds in Utah are smoking cops. We have to do something. We have to do something. Well, this was an outrageous uh, one for the record books, I think. Is this the youngest person to ever pull a gun on a cop and pull the trigger? I don't know. Outrageous. Out mother friggin' rages. Okay. Hypothetical situation time. All right. <clears throat> All right. You're a parent. You're sitting at home. You're watching the news. You see this masked robber doing something, maybe hypothetically, like robbing a train. And you recognize, you just see those little slits in the eyes and you recognize that that train robber is your child. You know, your teenager, your college age student. What do you do? Do you do the right thing? Do you turn him in? What, what, what do you do? And that's a, that's, a, that's a good question to ask yourself because, uh, well, I'm not going to comment any further, but... <clears throat> What do you do if you see that? Well, one mom in Chicago saw her son on TV and she drug his ass to the police station. 
The suspect sought in a Chicago train robbery has been identified as Loyola University student. He was recognized by his own mother, who reportedly dragged him into the police station to turn himself in. Zion Brown, a student at Loyola, I cannot say that word. I swear, every show I do, there's one word that just gets me. Loyola University, Chicago. Zion Brown has been charged with the armed robbery after allegedly stealing about $110 in cash at gunpoint from a Metro train conductor. Tuesday afternoon, CWB Chicago reported after recognizing photos of a masked suspect seen glancing into a station security camera, which was shared by police and reported by the media, was her son. Brown's mother brought him into the police station in Klamet City for him to turn himself in. That's what this mom did. The detail was revealed at Brown's bond hearing where he was represented by a private defense attorney. And this defense attorney argued that his client was hungry and was looking for something to eat, looking for something to eat. Well, the judge didn't fall for it. The judge said, even when I was a uh, starving college student, I would have never robbed somebody. So that being said, no bail, no bail. So, I mean, it brings up the interesting conversation. If you as a parent, if you saw your child on the TV doing something like this, what would you do? I mean, obviously, this, this, I mean, this is a serious charge. This is armed robbery on a train conductor. There might be some other charges in there, but this kid, this kid, he's going away. He's going away for a while. You know what I mean? I don't think they're just going to let him back out on the street. I mean, this is an armed situation. I mean, as a parent, what do you do? Do you turn the, the, the kid in? I have a feeling that this kid, this wasn't his first run-in with his mom and his mom not approving of his behavior. Um, And this is just my assumptions. I'm assuming this kid was just, I mean, he was a university student at Loyola University, so he had that going for him. I guess you have to find out why. Why was he, why was, was he, was he stealing the money because he wanted to buy a Pornhub premium account? Was he stealing the money because he needed to renew his Xbox Live why was he stealing the money? What was going on? Is the kid a thug? Is the kid not a thug? But even if it's a good kid, even if it's a really good kid, right? They just had a one-off slip. But how do you have a one-off slip going to pulling a gun on a train conductor and conducting an armed robbery? I mean, you don't just jump from, you know, from uh, um, eating too much candy, being a bad kid to pulling a gun on somebody. I mean, that's a big leap. That's a big leap right there. So. I mean, I think this mom, I, she she did the the right thing. She she turned this kid in. You know, you got to put it into this. But you know, this kid's life is probably ruined, and it's ruined from his own actions. They, I don't think it gave the age of the kid, but his life is ruined. He's gonna he's gonna do some serious time. He's gonna be totally. Uh, we know how good our our justice system and the jails are at rehabilitating people. That's a tough one. That is a tough one, man. That is a real tough one. Well, anyways. It's been fun. I got to go. I got stuff to do today. I got to wrap this up. Um, this is Jake from Radio Underland. If you have any questions or comments, email me at jake at radiounderland.com. Like, share, subscribe, sh- send the show around for the daily take. Uh, a logical, not logical, just a just an average dude's take on the news. That's what this is. Average dudes just, you know, going through the news and just saying, huh, things that make you go, hmm. I think we need to wrap this up. I think we need to end with those Indian dudes. And when I say Indian dudes, I'm not being, uh, that's still okay, right? You're allowed to say if they're from India, 
you're allowed to say Indian dudes, right? Is there another term? Am I missing something? Am I not on the politically correct train? Um, so all you major Trump supporters, you're, you're probably gonna be a little offended by this song, but I think it's funny. I think, I think it's really funny. So let's end out with the Indian dudes. I don't know their name, but we're going to end out with this song and I will see you guys later. You guys have a good one. Be safe. Be good. Be good humans. And if your kid's an asshole pulling guns on people, I guess turn his ass in. All right. Take it easy. We made a song about it. And this is the most peppy fun track we've got tonight. So clap along, cheer along, join us in this. And let's hear it. Yeah.